0: Good afternoon, boys and ghouls. Slash is like, this is Jan Freaks of the Fright. This is your humble and hearty host the Horror Heathen of the Horror Heathen YouTube channel and the podcast South Jersey Horror. Today, I am accompanied by a very, very awesome person. Her name is Spencer Madison. She seems like a really cool individual and I want to be friends with her. I really do. (laughs) (laughs) Spencer Madison is an American comedy horror actress best known for her roles as Collins in Phantom Fun World and Izzy Wagner and the anticipated New Age Exorcist, The Demons Within. With several films being released in early 2023 and even more slated for production, she's about to explode onto the horror scene as her favorite final girl and potentially even your favorite new villain. You hear that, people? A new villain's coming out of the works. Better get ready for it. So you, at the age of twelve, you began theater acting as a creative outlet and found a love for performing. You joined the Missoula Traveling Children's Theater for two seasons, performing at the notable and historical Midland Theater in Newark, Ohio. Is it Newark or Newark?
1: Newark, yeah.
0: Okay, because there's a Newark, New Jersey too, so I'd to ask. Um, by the age of twenty-one, they okay, I'm I'm maybe doing this wrong. You've written and created numerous screenplays and that are ready for TV pilots in the hopes to break into the industry as a writer. And by the age of 27, you created and starred in an award-winning, award-winning short film directed by Ashley Minnie. And you plan on to continue creating content for the LGBTQ community so that proper representation in the media is achieved. And that I have a lot of respect for you for doing so because... That is a community that is so underrated and so misjudged all the time, and it's annoying, but we're not going to get into that right now, because I do not like talk politics and religion. So, ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful, the awesome, the talented, Spencer Madison, how are you doing today?
1: I'm very good. How are you?
0: So, let's talk about The Demons Within. I nice. want to know what this movie is about, because I saw the preview in the trailer, and I'm like, dude, this looks like a very awesome movie, yeah. and... And I love movies about possessions. That's my favorite subgenre of all the horror industry. And I'm like, yes, this is going to (laughs) happen.
1: Yeah, it sure is.
0: So fill us in, please.
1: Yeah, so um, the movie was actually supposed to be made years ago, but COVID happened. And they had a completely different cast at the time. And then the writer, Roberta Griffin, was just, she's an amazing writer. She's an amazing woman. And she wanted to get this story out there. So she found very willing and motivated and dedicated crew to make it happen essentially. And they recast everybody, well, mostly everybody. And um, we ended up filming it over the course of about 14 days. And it all revolves around a girl named Izzy Wagner, who I play. She's a 17 year old who gets possessed And she's kind of, it's, it's one of those stories where you kind of have to wonder if she's losing her damn mind or if she's actually possessed by something that's otherworldly essentially. And um, it's, it's a really deep story and it, it has a lot of symbolism between like mother daughter relationships. So um my mom who's played by Alicia Seaton a wonderful actor who my my favorite scenes that I've done in the whole movie were with her and um I had a lot of fun terrorizing her essentially i I really did
0: <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. fantastic so what else can you tell us about the movie is um is it all how long did it take to film this movie
1: it took it took like 14 days I think was the official number but like I said I mean to make this movie it was years in the making for this writer and and some of these crew members they've just been hit after hit with you know COVID stuff and um, getting funding and then having to recast so they finally made it and uh, I'm luckily they cast me as their main character And um, it's slated to come out next year. And I think that it's going to hit some people pretty hard. I focused my character on psychologically ruining the audience.
0: So that I'm I'm looking forward to it because all about (laughs) it's the way you described that. I'm like, yes, I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, okay. Now I might have to skip work to come see, see this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: going to call in sick just to go see it. So <laughs> yeah.
1: it it's, it was so fun. And it was the first time that I was able to wear the sclera contacts, the all black. And that was so fun because nobody could tell where I was looking. So I could be looking like right at somebody and just speaking um, in between takes and they would interrupt me and they say, I need you to stop. I need you to maybe take them out or or close your eyes or put sunglasses on or something because I can't look at you right now. And <laughs> I think I might have uh, fed into that a little bit too much because like I said, I loved to terrorize my co-stars. Loved it.
0: Wow. Let have to call him Dean of Sam Winchester. Just to come to- <laughs> Yeah.
1: It was so fun. I so we had one of my co-stars, her name is Jess Napier, and she was um number five in Stranger Things this last season. And she was uh, one of the, the children in the facility with Eleven. And she actually played like one of the bullies that was, was bullying Eleven. And she was so fun, but there's a scene with her and I'm not, I'm not really supposed to give much away. So I'll be very vague with this, but there's a scene where I pretty much, my character goes out of their way to break them emotionally. And they do it multiple times, but there's a specific scene that um, even the director Stephanie Hensley and our AD Brandon had to look away during filming because they were so distressed. And I, <laughs> I couldn't watch the scene. I was I was shown like a clip of it, and I didn't watch it yet because it was it was distressing to perform as an actor. And I can only imagine what it's going to look like with all the angles that happens. It's,
0: it's going to be bad. I'll be talking to Stephanie next week and she's probably gonna tell me a little about it too. So,
1: Oh, are you talking to Stephanie?
0: <laughs> yes. Next Friday good. I am. So
1: good.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's, you um, know, I asked her if she wanted to join it on this interview, but she's like, Nope. She's like, you deserve the spotlight in this one. Oh, so, good. and I totally agree. Um, I had a problem with that. I understood. So, um, yeah. Um, I'm speechless next I don't know what to talk about. For once, I'm speechless. This is so weird. <laughs> I,
1: I'm really excited for people to see it because as a lead character, um, as an actor, it, there's a lot of pressure put on you. Um, just like subconscious pressure, not put on me by anybody specifically or by like crew or, or anything, but it's pressure to perform the piece the way that the writer envisioned it. And I didn't know this, but Roberta, the writer, came to set one day. I didn't know she was coming. And she showed up during one of the most intense scenes. And I'm like in it. And by the time like they say action in a scene, my character's so dark that I emotionally kind of black out and just perform it. And then when they say cut, I come back. And I've never experienced that before. So when they said cut and I get, like come back to life essentially, I look over and the writer is there and I was a little like self-conscious because I really wanted to do, to do well for her. You know, I wanted her to be proud because I wasn't the original Izzy. So when they recast, there was a a pressure put on me that I wanted to not be better than the original Izzy, but be someone that a, a character and an actor that they could be proud of essentially.
0: Yeah. So you want to live up to their expectation. I get it. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you did. So, just I by
1: hope so.
0: Just just by seeing that short clip with you on the bed and um, the lady trying to stick the needle in your arm, and it was it was fantastic. I was in shock. I was like, dude, I mean, you that that's that spot right there. I'm convinced that you are possessed. So, yeah. And I'm like, she is a good actress. I am not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So if you could pull that off, I know. I've talked to many other actors and actresses who who played possessed roles in movies, and they say it's not easy trying to, to play that kind of role because you have to put yourself in the mind frame, the mindset, and you have to think about, okay, what's my next move going to be? And you're doing it so hard and so well, you don't want to disappoint your fans. You don't want to disappoint the, you know, the yeah. director and the writer, all this stuff. And I have a good feeling that you performed exceptionally well.
1: Thank you. So, and
0: Liz, I cannot wait to see it and I'm actually getting just thinking about it <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that people are going to really like this movie I think that people are probably going to hate my character because I fo—I didn't focus on being a likable character I focused on playing this this girl Izzy as real as possible and she, was, she said some really mean things. Like she said, she went to the lowest point that a person can go to, to hurt someone. And in the clip, I say something and it was, that was improv, my line when I'm standing up and I'm like confronting my mom after she tries to stab me with a needle, that was improv. And I remember when they yelled cut Jake, the DP, was like, "What the fuck?" Because, like, I I tried to say the lowest of the low. You know, I didn't want to be likable. So, wait, wait where in this interview are you showing this clip?
0: Um, right after we did, we get done talking.
1: Okay, so, so people are gonna know what I yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about because it is, it's nasty. It's just I had to play a nasty character, and you know when you watch a movie or a TV show. And you're like, I don't like the main character. Like, I think that's a very common thing to not like the main character because they have to go through an arc. So it's really common to be like, oh, this main character, this protagonist is like so unlikable. And when I was younger, I used to hate that. I used to hate hating the main character. But now as an actor, I really like being a main character and being a character people love to hate. So
0: you got to do what you got to do to cater to the audience. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: If it means going that low, I mean, that means you you did your job. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you're supposed to do. So if they don't like it, they just get over it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Stephanie Hensley was really nice and supportive of me improvising or changing lines as long as it stuck with the storyline and and didn't change anything. She was really kind about letting me change the lines to be as nasty as possible. Because Roberta, she's an amazing writer and she brought these characters to life essentially. But when you get, she wasn't on set so the majority of the time. So when an actor gets on set and they become that character, they, like for me, I took the reins and I was like, this is what she would say. Like I get where Roberta the writer was going with this dialogue but this is better because this is where Izzy's at emotionally and so Stephanie was really nice about letting me be the character and and take um responsibility with the dialogue and Roberta when she came to set she was also really really supportive of that too so that was nice that's
0: cool that's awesome so being assertive not only being assertive but um, digging into what you got to do in order to, to discover and to create this persona, it, it makes you a talented person, and and there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to win an award for this position, this this role. So that would be cool. If you don't win an award, call me and I'll stop blowing people's phones up. I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of emotional investment in this movie. <clears throat> I um didn't hold back. I I mean, I cried and screamed and said nasty things and was possessed for 14 days. And by the end of it, when I came back home, it took me about a week to not to, to come down from that because it was a really dark place that I had to go to. There was this one night where we got the local EMT and paramedic team to come in for a scene. And it was one of the most intense scenes that I've ever done in my life. And I blacked out completely. Uh, apparently it was like a 10 minute take because I just like kept going. And like the things that they're saying about this, I haven't seen the, the, the take or the scene yet, but the things they're saying about it was like, like that's not Spencer, like that, that was not you. And I don't remember even doing the scene and before we did the scene, I remember feeling very manic and very jittery, and I kept pacing. And I think I was scaring my co or my co stars because I had the black eyes in, and I was made up, and I was dressed a certain way, and I looked a certain way, and I was pacing back and forth and talking to myself and like getting my lines down. And by the time they yelled action, I just blacked out and. I, I think I scared my co-stars a little bit. I know I scared my on-screen boyfriend, who's played by Shane Thompson. He's a phenomenal actor, but he, I think, was a little like, damn. <laughs> How's it <that> go again? <laughs> damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it feel, it, just what you're saying is it feels like you're actually really possessed by something, which I know is not true, but... I mean, sometimes people have to do that in order to play and to get into, into character. So yeah. but yeah, that'll sure, a dark place. But I'm sure on screen you look absolutely amazing. And playing that role, I, I guarantee you, you hear that public, you can kiss my ass. I don't care what you think. I think she's gonna be amazing in that role.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it would be cool to win some some awards. I want um I want all of my co-stars to win awards. I think that everybody did just such an amazing job and it had a lot to do with where we all were mentally with the story, because it was so taxing to do. And there was a scene between my on-screen boyfriend, um, Shane, his character, Luke and Jeff Davis, who plays Glenn, my dad. And there was a scene between these two and it was really intense. And Shane, like Luke went there, went there in this role in the scene. And he like partially lost his voice. He was like just sipping throat coat tea and in, in between takes because like, he was just like so into it. And, and Ali- Alicia Seaton, by the last day I was wor- worried that I had just broken, she was just broke. I just I was so scared that she was like, not gonna be okay because a lot of my scenes with her are very tumultuous and toxic, but it was fun to do.
0: I bet. But I mean, who, I
1: hope she, I hope she's okay to this day.
0: Who doesn't want to do a, a possessed role? I mean, goddamn it, I would like to be in that movie as a possessed role, but I I, I heard I suck at acting, so that probably never going to happen for me.
1: <laughs> it was definitely on my actors' bucket list to be possessed. I have a few things that I want to do, and being possessed was
0: one of them so good check that out. done yep yeah so wearing the black contacts scaring your co-workers your your co-actors um making up your own lines improvising these are all good attributes for a for a movie so yeah uh, is there anything else that was very arduous about doing this movie like any scenes that were hard to do or did anyone trip and fall on something? How many retakes on so many scenes or anything like that?
1: Um. Honestly, the hardest scene was between Jess, who plays Jen, my best friend. Um, her and I. That scene was really hard to do because when we were done, I wanted to ask her, "Are you okay?" But you can't do that really until that scene is completely done filming because you can't like i was thinking of her emotional mindset and like i don't want to like hurt her and then bring her back and like it's like a toxic relationship where i like abuse someone and then i'm like are you okay and like you know what i mean like (laughs) i wanted her to stay hurt and then when we were done with the scene i could be like oh my god i'm so sorry (laughs) are you okay but that was really hard to do. And I think it was really hard for the crew to do as well. It's like, slap the shit you. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, it was worse than physical. Oh, God. It was emotional for sure. Um, but I think the hardest thing to do on this set specifically for all of us was the simple things because we were so intense the whole time. It was the simple scenes that had no intensity that we struggled with. Like, for example, I didn't know what to do with my hands in one scene because I wasn't like choking someone out or like or like being a dick. <laughs> Can I say that?
0: Yes, it's fine. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so it was the simple things like what do I do with my hands or like or like even smiling was really hard because it felt wrong and I think that a lot for a lot of my co-stars it was hard to like I remember Alicia asking a question that seemed silly at the time but now that I think back on it I was I really agree with the question and her question was what's my motivation for drinking this water and like that's such a silly question like just drink the fucking water (laughs) but like now when you when you look back on it it's like that was hard for all of us to be simple like what's our motivation for for putting my hand on my hip you know what I mean like because it was so simple and we were so used to being intense and hard and like it was It's funny to think back on of, of all of our struggles and the simple things being what we struggled the most with.
0: I get it. I, I totally get it. Yeah. So having humor on set is good, especially when it comes up to a dark movie. So Yeah.
1: There was a lot of humor on set, which was really nice, like you said, for such a dark movie. We all really got along. There wasn't one person who didn't fit that mold. The crew, the cast, we were all handpicked by the universe and it was just perfect it was perfect harmony there was never anything and i think even the even the people who came in like the celebrities who came in for the movie we had deborah Foreman from valley girl and uh, april fool's day and we had andrew gower and ryan lambert from monster squad and they fit the mold they were only there for like A day or two, two days, and they just fit the mold right when they came in. So I think it was whatever universe gods or whatever you believe in, like they handpicked us and brought us together, and that was perfect harmony. It was so good.
0: You said Andrew Gower.
1: Yeah, I'm Uh, trying. Andre, Andre. Andre, So yeah, Andre,
0: I'm I'm trying so hard to get an interview with him. He, we've been corresponding back and forth with emails, and he recently he um. Someone's mother happened, so I get it. So, yeah, we had to reschedule. Um, yeah. but if you see him again, let him know what I'm thinking about him.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: and I'm, I'm still yeah. trying to get the interview, <laughs> of
1: course. Yeah, I bet Ryan Lambert would be down too. He um played Rudy in Monster Squad, so
0: yes, I actually emailed him as well. But hey, it is what it is, so
1: yeah.
0: So, yeah. is there anything else you can tell us about the movie that you're allowed to say that the directors and producers are just like, okay, you can say this, but you cannot say this. Um, enlighten us with some something. I
1: I actually don't know how much I can say. Um So like I'm going to allow Stephanie next week to give you any exclusive information regarding release or trailers or anything because I have no idea. It's been so hush hush and they've been just Stephanie and Jake and Jeff and Cody and the whole crew. They've been grinding and hustling away at this movie. So I'm gonna allow Stephanie to give you any any more information. I think.
0: Well, you could pass on my congratulations to the cast and crew because this looks like it's gonna be an amazing movie. And like I said, I will never pass up a good movie about possessions because that's my favorite subgenre in the entire horror community. Um, as you see, there's a Exorcist poster right there behind me.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I see it. <laughs>
0: but to you, mainly being the main antagonist in the movie and the main female lead, you congratulations to you and wrapping this up. And mm-hmm. I hope you do win an award for this film. If you do not, I'm gonna write to some people and just be an asshole. Hey, give her an award.
1: All right, okay. <laughs>
0: I've been told I'm very annoying and persistent. I'm, I'm gonna keep doing that.
1: <laughs> hey, that gets you far, it does?
0: So yes. Um pending any questions you have for me or if you just you want to say we can um go ahead and wrap this up if you want to
1: yeah of course i i don't believe i have any questions i've been um uh watching slash listening to your episode so i'm pretty caught up i think
0: sweet so is there anything else you can talk and tell the audience out there about any uh, upcoming projects any upcoming movies that they can they should know about besides the demons within
1: Um, Wolf Hollow, which will be released April 1st at the, um, Hollywood Theater in Pittsburgh. And then Phantom Fun World is looking at a March release, um, undisclosed, undetermined location for that. I think it's kind of hush-hush right now. And In the Shadows will be released sometime next year. And Fields Adrift will be released sometime next year. Um yeah and then i have like seven movies coming up or that i'll be filming over the course of next summer fall so
0: keeping yourself busy huh?
1: <laughs> yeah full-time actor is what you got to do
0: fun town, uh, phantom fun world what's that about i saw that on your imdb page as well
1: yeah that's a really fun movie that was probably one of my favorite sets to be on uh tori jones from jones tom film he wrote this amazing movie about these friends who get stalked and killed by a, a theme park mascot and phantom fun world is the theme park and fa- the phantom is the the mascot and there's a whole backstory to him and <clears throat> it's a very like it feels very it feels kind of like rob zombie on ecstasy
0: like I'm the colors I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to imagine that trying to is it more like um i want to say hp lovecraft but probably not but um
1: No, the color schemes are very neon purples and greens and blues and flashing lights. It's like the carnival, Um, but the dialogue and the, the violence and the gore is very Rob Zombie. So
0: another movie to look forward to watching too. Yeah. So, all right. So you play Easy Wagner in the movie, in the upcoming movie, Demons Within. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. You've been remarkable and fun to talk to. And I, I hope we could be friends on Facebook because that would be the most excellent thing ever. Um,
1: yeah, I think we are friends on Facebook.
0: We are. I think we can check that. I have so many people following me right now; it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten so many friends requests the past two months. I'm like, okay, slow down, people, pump the brakes, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right, cool. ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful, the talented Spencer Madison. Check out the upcoming clip of her. And this next movie, the next movie, the upcoming clip and the demons within, right after the interview. And thank you so much for joining me. You've been most excellent and I wish you the best in your career. And I hope you get tons of awards for your roles and all these movies that you're doing. And please do keep in touch.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I had a really fun time. So
0: you too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. Later, dude. I'll talk to you later. Have a good evening and take care.
1: You as well.